is life a perception based on perspective or is perspective based on perceptions have you completely lost it no wait is just perceptions isn't life just like a box of paints full of colorful people events and are no it's just black and white like binary dude for people like us and all there are only two options in life so engineering or medicine bro come on there's a whole lot more to life than just that you're just looking at it from the wrong perspective that's completely anti national how can you say that i mean how can you not be patriotic i don't believe in such ideas to be honest the notion of a country itself is just a perception that is implanted in our minds children life is just like a balance sheet you must balance things out to give rise to that final statement just as a balance sheet declares a final statement has she gone mad no dude think about it perspections life through perspectives and perceptions Episode 3 Reliving the past through reviewing the present with Shrija Mandal Hello everybody and welcome to the show On today's episode I talked to my guest about what her thoughts are on what the word friend truly means how she's making yet another big move to another city but this time to another country altogether how the blue tick on WhatsApp has changed the lives of all of us and a whole lot more My guest today is a former English teacher of mine. She's taught English in our school Head Start for the past few years and this year she left. She's now in the middle of a move to Leeds University where she's going on to do a master's in cultural studies. Moreover, she's one of the teachers that I've become close to over the past years and one of the first people that came to mind when I thought of doing this podcast. She's truly one of the most interesting, fun, and quite amazing people I know. So, without further ado, here is Shrija Mandal. <laughs> Hi, Veer. Hi. That that was a very generous, you know, introduction you just gave me. I'll take it and I'll cherish it closely. It's a great honor that you considered me for this recording in space, and I hope to do justice with it. Okay, I'll start with this. Um why now? Why do you want to choose to go and study now out of all the times? Apart from this being a slightly existential question that I think the answer is pretty simple. Like I want to know some more before I settle down into the teaching line. Do it, you know, steadfastly for a number of years. I I would always be very grateful to this school for taking me in a fresh freshly graduated new p almost who has just come out of the university system is wide eyed eager to make some change and uh, give her a chance give her a shot at it i don't know i just realized that as much as i love being on this side of the table i also wanted to be on the other side i just felt like i would like to at a position where i knew a little more about the world things around me before i can call myself a teacher and impart what i know to other people impressionable minds like so from then on it was pretty clear that i needed to get back to studies and that's what i'm going to do now i'm going for a cultural studies degree 
and let's see what what it holds for me. Why you seem sort of scared? Why, why is that? Yeah, well, who isn't? Who isn't before making a huge decision? I had a pretty comfortable life for two years. I, you know, I people had shown faith in me. Certain people given me a chance to teach. This is something that I haven't really consulted anybody else on. This is just something that I felt I really needed to do. And then I went ahead with it. So uh, the only consolation I have is that even if this all goes south and, you know it doesn't turn out the way i'm envisaging it in my head at least it's on me i took the decision and whatever consequences come out of it i will face it but doubt that conundrum inside my head whether i'm a choice whether i'm selecting the right university whether this is the time that i should be doing it all all of that will keep you know cropping up somewhere some in some recesses of my mind unless and until i'm actually there actually in the course i'm actually studying so well you've moved around quite a bit so is there like something special about this move in particular or is there something in general that comes along with these moves there's certainly that sense of longing that you know there's something in the past that you can't go back to and there's certain things in past that that are only you know there to be relived in your memory and to be savored in subdued times and something that you can access only with your memory i mean that's the nature of life you move on and whatever happens you have to keep going forward it's i think that's the best thing about the past so immovable it's so it's constant that's the only <laughs> constant you have in a, in a sense right letting go has always been tough why is that i don't know sense of uh, some sense of familiarity i think but i mean again the familiar is something that can be forged to right now bangalore seems very familiar but at one point of time when i was moving from delhi to bangalore bangalore was completely unfamiliar uncharted territory and i had trouble letting go of delhi huh. but now that i've spent two years in bangalore that place and its people have become familiar to me now letting go of that and moving on to a different place is going to be a little tough right but then i i suppose once i go to this new place bangalore will now be in my memory as a warm constant something that i can act whenever i want to or even like go back and meet the people i made these memories with so letting go is tough but seeing new things is easier that's definitely true plus just getting to know new people i mean how boring must it be to just live in one place and doing the same thing over and over again and meeting the same people over and over. i mean yes there's familiarity and comfort in that but your mind your mindset changes your your perspective on certain things change so drastically when you are brought into contact with means you know a larger body of new experience and i mean experience always contributes to your growth in some way or the other even if if there are bad experiences you'll you'll take away the a lesson from it and you know faced with a similar experience later down the line you won't repeat it i mean experiences in whatever way shape or form they might come they always contribute to your mm. so grab at it in whatever again way shape or form it comes <laughs> Also I think uh, another very big reason for me going into teaching so willingly and being open to meeting new people has to be my mother 
my mom is a medical profession she has traveled around i look at her and the vitality and the youthfulness and just the sheer amount of positivity she brings to life around her and to me is very inspiring and i am spread some joy <laughs> whenever wherever i go and just being able to give somebody else the sense that hey you listen right now life must might seem like a rut but this is not what it's going to be like always move around meet new people you know who knows what lies around the corner for you i guess so each experience during some form push it into your memory or do you, are there something that you push out like no i don't want to remember this even though i learned something from it well i think the greatest one of the human memory is that you can forget because <laughs> were we yeah i mean just imagine if you could remember every single little every single experience you have ever had you would explode weird or or i don't know that that existence would be kind of miserable like i was saying something terrible might have happened but you take the lesson out of it and you erase the rest of it from your memory so what i'm basically doing is i'm, I'm extracting just the part that will enable my growth and eliminating the rest so i think there that is where memory and remembrance play a huge role and it it keeps you sane basically what about when it comes to people and the memories you have with them when you have shared certain experiences with certain people that that you're not in very good terms with now doesn't discount the fact that at one point in time you you had an amicable bond oh. or that you actually were fond of them you actually loved the word but just because your relationship with them has soured now just because they left you with a bitter taste in your mouth doesn't mean that you somehow dismiss all the good times all the positive things about that person that that discretion has to come in otherwise otherwise we will be left with very few you know memories of people <laughs> because things can go bad very easily but things can also stay really really amazing i strongly think effort is like a two way street in a relationship or a friendship so how do you look at it when you're with people in school or what like what are the boundaries that you have to set sometimes so um well you are definitely right when you said effort is also wasted you can't be the one putting all of it getting nothing in return right i think what uh, this this is something that i have followed in my life so far that i should have put in everything at least be secure in the knowledge that you have done everything in your make the situation better or right whatever term you want to use and certain things we die a natural death life is not a lab experiment right so at any no point can you say oh this is something that will work out perfectly all other factors remaining constant because that's just not how it works with humans and we are messy and unpredictable sometimes we are obnoxious as well so i think what is important that from your own side you should be able to say i put in every time good to this thing and i mean it didn't work out still and it's not really within my control so yeah but what about like when you come for a class uh, do you say that you always prepare and you have do you, you always believe that you have done the everything you can on your part and then you leave it to us i would like to hope so hmm 
and you know i think what kids don't see in a classroom when a teacher is talking in class is that they also might be fighting some battles of their own and you know coming and trying to put up a this veneer that everything is fine and i'm such a zen person and i'm just here to teach you some metaphors and similes and alliterations and then go away you know we'll always ask okay how was your day and if you're going through something we always take that into account and tailor our classes in that way but what kids also need to understand is that the teachers are also human beings who have their own daily struggles and if someday a teacher is not performing to the level that they have set for themselves probably they are also going through some some hard time and it's all right to you know start a little in class and maybe not be as engaging as they usually are and it's okay to cut the adult also some slack often but again that doesn't mean just because the teacher is a little off one day the kids will also be like oh feel day today let us not do anything that is that is not how you hold up the end of this day by saying all this it seems as if like you seem to be more of getting to know what's inside than just looking at truly what's outside i mean if i expect my kids to respect that i am going through uh, i'm having a hard day today and not being able to teach in the exact same way as i would want to then i must put in that same effort to understand the kids right and you know what i education is important and everything but so is your mental health so is your you know life outside of school and if one aspect of your life is not going well how can i expect you to be you know in full concentration in school expect every work to be done on time immaculate just to the very best of ability of your abilities always that is just inhuman that is something that we can't possibly expect if we are able to give children that safe space to actually tell us that they are going through something i think work ethic will also increase yeah exponentially i mean not just learning like even friendships i think that the way you're talking about all this it seems like you look at friends the same way you're like oh, okay you need that space yeah even i need that space so let's just wait yeah but at the end of the day i'm still your teacher right yeah so i am your i can also be your friend when it's needed if i think the understanding that i go to class with because it has also happened with me only because i have been friends with certain students they have thought oh it's all right it's fine i mean it's only she auntie and you know she's cool she won't say anything if i don't do the work but my father is hello excuse me no we are friends but don't forget you are my student first and when i have asked something to be done i want to see it done now you can tell me why it is that you couldn't do it but don't just take the friendship as a you know like a pass for not getting some work done or just basically sort of skiving off work that is not how it should work and do you think like these boundaries of knowing where friendship is where what has to be done do you think it's clear in your class or do you like to make it clear any time that boundary has become a little blurred i have pointed it out but i think in 90% of the cases 
it's I I think I've made it pretty clear right from the outset so that this confusion never arose. Hmm. What about outside so, school, like um, with with other friends? I can get along with most people, but making friends takes a little time. I feel like friendships are mostly organic in my case at least they just proud and I, i have never had to actually consciously go out and say today i'm going to make some friends huh. you know it just happens so for me i need to to know somebody to some extent before i can start calling them my friends once we establish that I at least am ready to lay down my life for them. I would take a bullet for them any day of the week. Wow. But again, that doesn't mean that I expect the same from them. Or, Obviously, yeah. Um, or you know that I can impose on them certain you know perceptions or wishes that I might have. Because in my head, I might see the friendship in a certain light. Not necessary that the other person also has to do that. it's probably coming from some deeply insecure <laughs> part of my brain but um, i have friends who are uh, who i have known for some two decades some 21 22 years but even though i i know that they'll be there for me whenever i want i i still like to ask them hey this is happening are you down for it yeah or, you know um, so i i need to ask you of this you know like It's a huge favor, and they will like shut up. You can ask us anytime, but yeah, I yeah. still yeah, like to sort of clear it out before them for it. No, because it see now now you're telling me this. It's like associate, acquaintance, part friend, deep. <laughs> like you get to a point where you bond, and then it's actual friend. Like why is that? Where does this idea come from that there has to be like solid solid trust, and then only friendship? Oh, I never said that. I mean, uh, no. But, uh, I mean, I kind of get your point, but I'm a very cautious person when it comes to opening up to people. That's it. So <laughs> it's it it is entirely on me. It's not it's not a general rule that I would want other people to apply to their lives. I, I take a long time to warm up to people. Also, because I'm pretty bad at time management, I just constantly feel like I don't want to waste anybody else's time or impose things on them because they might be busy with their lives. But no, I'd like to be sure of my of the ground that I stand on, and then label a relationship. The way you're talking about it seems like you think of um, taking up some uh, someone's time as burden unless you really know them. Kind of, yeah. Hmm. But this must have come from somewhere apart from past relationships and whatnot. That you see it as something bad and not that. No, this is also something that I've seen over the years. As you know, after school, when my friends and I, all of us, we went to different different streams, and just the whole premise of calling somebody and chatting mindlessly for hours is is a concept that quickly turned into a thing of the past and. and i realized you know people have work people have things to do with their lives and not just you know catch up with each other all the time i mean yes i also feel like there should be a certain degree of ease with friendships i should be able to call up a, an old friend and just pick up from where we left off yeah. i shouldn't have to call and you know be like i'm so terribly sorry i didn't call for the past 3 months and i'm so sorry i didn't reply to that message you sent 6 months back i that that kind of 
that kind of you know almost like you know you are giving some safai as to why you weren't in touch i mean you were busy so was that person yeah now can you just like move past that and carry on with whatever it is that you have to tell each other and how does that make and you feel when someone goes on and on about this like no you didn't do this but no 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 what what yeah yeah that has also happened to me i mean after i left kolkata and i i have had old friends calling and saying so to amader jonno time hi nahi matlab you don't have time for us on these days i'm just like uh, that's because our schedules are wildly different and just because i'm not calling you 40 times a day it doesn't mean i don't remember you or i don't think about you i do i just i just haven't had the time to actually sit in the phone and you know talk to you that doesn't mean that you know you are out of my life or something it's funny funny that know. you say say this because you said that just because i'm reachable doesn't always mean i'm available yeah and thank you exactly yeah, and, like, and, yeah, and again, this is not something that applies to just me it's apply, it applies to everybody i mean yes we all have a device that enables us to connect to everybody at anybody and everybody at any time of the day you want but i mean you're not obligated to use it all the time yeah and then there's us going mm. around looking for that blue tick and we're just like i know you saw it but why didn't you reply oh my god this is technology it's so insidious these days blue tick has just induced a lot of anxiety in people that's all <laughs> and i i think more friendships have died because of this and i wouldn't want to know whether you saw my message and deliberately ignored it you must have been doing something you must have gotten busy with something and that's why you didn't you know respond immediately and that's completely fine and you will get back to me when you have to how did you even reach that point where you're just like yeah i know you have work that's why you're busy and <laughs> so when i was in college there were a few people back home that that you know i did remain in almost constant touch with but you know there would be times when one of us would go out of the loop and and just not respond and the other two would be left hanging and you wouldn't know what happened to that person or you know if it was me they would wonder what happened to but you know then one day we all had to sit down and we were like listen guys this is not 10th grade anymore this is not school anymore where we all do the same things and we know where the other person is at all points of time in the day it's okay we are growing up we are moving on we have different sets of interests now we even have different sets of friends like other friends and you know what new bonds new relationships take time to build so we are just investing our time in newer things now that doesn't mean that our old old bond is gone it just means that it's secure enough without us having to buttress it with you know the glue of friendship and more cement of you know the trust and the bond and whatever all the time so can you just calm down and let everything else around you breathe a little and that's when i was like yeah man what is this nonsense it's fine if i don't talk to them for you know like half an hour every day it's wow. all right we can all catch up at the end of the week mm-hmm. and it's not going to change anything everything is just going to be fine and and coming to terms with that was a little hard yes 
even just the thought that you know they have other people in their lives now it it just might be that those people somehow it clicks you know the position probably i had in their lives that was a hard realization to come to terms with but once i had made up made my peace with it life was so much more peaceful i mean here i was in delhi sitting in my hot hostel dorm room thinking oh my god these guys are new friends now what if they're like 400 times cooler than me and you know they forget about me things like that what didn't strike me was that these friends sitting in kolkata were thinking the same about me <laughs> that right that i was probably meeting newer people cooler people and i'm putting cooler within quotes you can't see that <laughs> but you know, this the, 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 the skewed up ideas that we also have about um, people around us and how we perceive things and remember it contextually i'm still 17 so i am young and a little dumb and <laughs> a little too full of myself from time to time so yeah and that that was a very hard realization but once i came to terms with it everything was fine hmm. and it's like <laughs> give me some space i know our bond is there we've done everything to yeah. fortify it and make it what it is but nothing's going to change if we don't talk every day yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the same <laughs> this seems as if like it was a bit tough to let go of these people and these bonds to break i mean yeah i think we can all afford this much security in any relationship that we have had for a while i mean yeah i know the instant messaging technology and always being connected is something that puts a lot of pressure on us just to be available at all times and you know respond immediately to things but if you have that much trust and faith in the bond that you have built with somebody i think all this takes a back seat the insecurity fades away after a while we just learn to trust give it up to time takes a while but it happens eventually and for you it has taken time definitely progression to reach the friend stage as you call it yeah also remember we you and your classmates you have always known the cell phone right i mean i used my first uh, mobile phone when i went to college and before that it was just a landline my friend and i were used to until uh, till you know we went to college so for us it was a whole new sort of game to acclimatize ourselves to because before that where else can you reach a person except for you know like emails and stuff mm. you call them on the landline and that's it if they're not home they don't take the call if they're home you get them so that whole idea of being available all the time and the, the pressure of responding instantly is something that was little delayed in our case but when it happened we weren't exempt from the various complicated uh, feelings it it raised in people all right on that note we do come to the end of this episode this <laughs> podcast so thank you sj for coming on and yeah thank you we thank you for <laughs> listening to me babble actually <laughs> such a long time <laughs> but i loved it thanks so until the next one goodbye <laughs>